0: Welcome to Queen of the Podcast. This is your host Jocelyn Kelly Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hi, gorgeous. Okay, I am so excited to bring you today my conversation with Danny Beinstein. This is an abundance, power, and alignment in 2022, an astrological and energetic update that Danny and I recorded together. We actually did it live on Instagram first, and I bring it to you on the podcast because the last time Danny and I came together for an update like this, which we did for 2021. I actually listened back to it a few months ago and I was like, wow, this is absolutely spot on. So please take these messages very seriously and apply them to your life because one of the ways in which I've been able to harness so much receiving manifestation and moving forward quickly in my life and business without burnout is really learning to tune in and work with what is energetically happening on the planet now. It's so important, right? To like be inside that flow. Obviously, Danny brings it from an astrological perspective. I bring it from more of an energy perspective because you know our gifts show up differently. I tune into energy. Danny's a wizard astrology. But what's so cool is like every time we connect, we find out that we're really tuning into the exact same messages. So like fucking vibes. So you're just going to get it from multiple angles and then obviously just have the power of us coming together inside a conversation. So, you know, it's really important. I feel like sometimes we just like listen to these things and like take them in and don't really do anything. And if you want to like really see results, it's important to like do something with what you're hearing because that's why we're sharing it to help you. It's not only so you can like hear it and know, but then actually go out and apply it to your life. And I also want to share that if one of those doing things is you really stepping into building and scaling your business the feminine way. The cohort, which is my four-month business ascension for women who are desiring to step into this place, is open for enrollment. So you can check episode notes or head straight to my website for those details. Um, Money Queen, my self-led abundance course, um, is always available as well. That is a great, like, entry point into my work if you're more wanting to, like, play in that self-led space, the cohort is really like deep and vast in terms of the amount of live coaching that's available to you. And then also the online content portal and everything that we do together. I do want to say, because sometimes I get questions around this. So when you see the, like the live calls, um, that are available to you on the sales page, the way the cohort works is different from some of my other containers, where it's like you cu- you plug in when you desire to plug in, like when you have questions, or if you've like done something from the homework I've given and you want to get feedback, it is not required at all. I don't think anyone comes to every single call. There's just an abundance of calls to be able to support you because, you know, we're in different time zones. We have different questions at different times. And it's really important to me inside that container that we are very, 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 very well supported in a very hands-on way. So that's why there are so many calls. I also want to share, so I'm really excited Round three of Feminine Magic and Money has officially sold out. That is my mastermind for Deep Embodiment of Feminine Wealth, Pleasure, Magic, and Magnetism. However, I do have women inquiring about the fall round. So if you want to claim your space because I do cap that container because I really want everyone to get highly individualized support inside the mastermind atmosphere, um, please reach out to me because you can join on the pre-sale price and then also have a longer period to pay. Than you would during normal enrollment, since obviously we won't be starting until the fall. Um, so if that's been something that's been on your heart, definitely reach out to me so that you can claim your space. And I know you're gonna love this. Please, if you do, share the episode and tag Danny and myself on Instagram. It'll be so helpful for so many other people to hear this as well. Um, yeah, it's just, oof, I love connecting with Danny and I know you're gonna love this. So enjoy the show. Okay, so I am so excited. Hello to everyone who's joining. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Jocelyn Kelly-Reed. I'm an intuitive and abundance and feminine energy coach, and I've invited Danny Beinstein, who is a phenomenal psychological and intuitive astrologer to join me today because we did, back in 2021, I remember we did an energetic and astrological forecast for last year that I actually listened to like a few months ago and I was like, wow, that was bang on (laughs) for what happened um, and for how you know, we were going to be able to help how we were going to be able to set more deeply into our power. And at that time, we were talking a lot more. I remember really the themes of like innovation and initiation. And we saw so many technological changes mm-hmm. and platforms and social media, like so much happened. I mean, there was so much you guys go back and listen to it if you want to. It's on my um, podcast. But anyway, let's talk about this year. So i I very much read energy and Danny is an expert in astrology. And clearly we are in a very potent and charged and interesting time on the planet. And it's always really powerful when we come together. And so this conversation is going to really be about power, alignment, and abundance inside of this year. And you'll get the inside look at what's happening astrologically, you know, the good and the bad, the dark and the light, because I mean, this is real life. I don't think we need to tell anyone that today here. Get <laughs> to what's going on. And then also talk about how you can really harness and work with the energy inside your business, inside your life, because no matter what is going on in the world, there's always so much, like the universe is never setting us up without opportunity to move forward, to rise, to increase our abundance. And also the more that we allow ourselves to do that and to actually receive the more we're also going to have to give and to offer the world so that's really important piece of it as well because clearly we're all needed
1: isn't that the truth thank you for having me thank you for
0: joining i love chatting with you <laughs> God, i love it so much so Is there anything you want to add to that little intro you know, my name is Danny Beinstein, for those of you who
1: don't know me. And my approach to astrology is not, um it's not fully predictive, meaning I believe that we have the power to harness the energy as it exists in the world and exists within us. And life is always going to throw us curveballs. So what do we do with those curveballs? And what do we do um with the gifts that we've been given? So much of my work is helping people move through the stuckness of conditioning, the stuckness of who we think we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to show up in the world. And if we're talking about um, abundance or manifestation, you know, one of the chief ways to block manifestation or abundance is to be out of alignment with our core self. You know? And I don't think... You know, it's it's a really complicated time, and I think one of the first things that comes up, I know for me, and I'm sure for many people, is like, does this work matter when the world is so precarious? Does this work matter when so many people are suffering so greatly? And the truth is, people have always suffered. And people will continue to suffer because that is part of the human condition. But it doesn't help anybody to lock yourself in a box or in a cage consciously. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? It's 100%. Like-
0: and honestly, if you're here watching us on Instagram, you are not someone who's in a position where like, you don't have, like, it's actually not available to you right now to put yourself in a position to rise in the way that you desire to, so that you can also be fully present inside your own life and be of service to other people. Like, I always feel like we're put here. We all have, like, very different missions on the planet, but for anyone who actually, like, wants more and wants to be of service in the way that's aligned for them. Like some of us are coaches like me, astrologers like Danny, writers, moms, like we do all different sorts of things. There's no definition of what success looks like in terms of your profession. But I feel like if you have that natural desire on your heart to have more, right, to create more, to have impact, to have influence in the world, no matter like your outlet for it, you're meant to have it, you know, or you don't become interested in this kind of work.
1: Yeah, because if you're listening in,
0: you're not in absolute survival mode. No, exactly.
1: That's really the key to it, right? So there's an opportunity anywhere, like you said. But I think the most, the most striking thing about this year's energy, couple things that the eclipses are in Taurus and Scorpio this year. So we have four eclipses this year. There can be anywhere from four to six eclipses and eclipses for people who don't know eclipses are. Hypermagnetized new and full moons. So, a solar eclipse is a new moon, a lunar eclipse is a full moon. And they're aligned with the node. So, people have heard about their north node, like where their soul is headed, the qualities that they're most meant to integrate. So, the closer the node, it, the north node is to the sun or the moon in the lunation then we have an eclipse. So right now the north node is in Taurus for the collective. And so the eclipses are in Taurus and it's opposite sign of Scorpio. So Taurus and Scorpio that, that access is about possession, ownership, uh, renewal, rebirth, how we deal with money as a physical thing and then as an energetic thing. So this is really a year to work through blocks in that way. And we have, so we have four of them. The first one is April 30th. The second one is May 15th. The third is October 25th. And the fourth is November 8th. So those pockets, spring and autumn, are going to be hypercharged, especially because Uranus, which takes 84 years to grow in the Zodiac and deals with change, disruption, um, catalyzes innovation, that's in Taurus. It moved into Taurus in 2019. It's in Taurus all the way until 2026. And last time it was in Taurus, we had um, the depression and then World War II. So we're seeing very similar themes and a lot of what's coming up is currency. What is currency? How do we relate to currency, right? Are we moving to a cashless society? All of these themes are up, but the deeper thing is how we relate to our possessions, how we relate to the material world, how we relate to the energetic world. Um, So that's a huge theme because since Uranus is in Taurus, it's going to be activated
0: with these eclipses. 100%. You feel that? Yeah. I mean, what I want to say too is I feel like literally right before we got on this conversation, like something that was coming through to me is, and I think that we see it by what's happening on the planet. It's almost like, the universe doesn't have any more time for us to wait to like stay inside of our cycles, Mm -hmm. you know, and to a degree, like, of course, not because the the world's not going to go anywhere, but because like, you know, I saw a lot on the internet, obviously about people's different reflections, obviously on Russia's attack of Ukraine. And the way it came through to me was like, so straightforward. I know that uh, a lot of people like to look at like, what's the collective lesson and like, blah, 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 blah. I am very weary of turning very human matters into like spiritual ascension messages, like under this level of emergency. But to me, when I look at it, because we are on the planet Earth, we did incarnate in human bodies. Like some of these things are like we need to show up with our human self too and not just try to intellectualize and spiritualize what's happening on the planet. So the way that it comes through to me is like, okay, we've seen this pattern before, right? Like we've obviously had World War II already. And, but the thing that's different now is like we have social media now, which everybody loves to hate on, but I'm like, well, thank God in times of crises, right? Because everybody actually knows what's happening. And so to me, the lesson isn't for you to even be like, we're ascending yada, 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 because we keep repeating things. It's like, Well, how, I mean, I get the concept of it, but like to actually make progress with it, to me, it's like, well, how fast are we going to like be inside of our actual human and make changes? Like make changes on the world stage and also make changes inside of our personal lives because all the information is there. And in situations like this one, there's not that much debate. Like we do see that like civilians are actively being killed. We know all the misinformation, et cetera. And it doesn't have to, like, we're not in the 30s and 40s anymore. Like, this doesn't have to go on for as long. Like, it doesn't have to be the same level of carnage that we've seen before. If everybody actually, like, gets inside their human, is like, you know what? We know enough to, like, make changes now. And to me, the request, like, when you're talking about, like, kind of, like, how quickly, or I guess I'm interpreting, it's like, how quickly we're being asked to like move through things and look at things and almost look at like our relationship with the quote material world the earth plane the earth is very physical mm-hmm. like our experience here in addition to spiritual but you know what i'm saying taurus is a very like spirit, physical space mm-hmm. it's like well then it's like how can we stop being so like up in the clouds and intellectualizing and yada 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 And actually like do something when things are like right in front of your face and so Mm -hmm. loudly, because I do feel, and I see this a lot in the spiritual world, there's this desire to almost like disassociate with the human experience. And I don't even mean necessarily like Russia and Ukraine, I'm talking about even inside of like that too, but also Mm -hmm. like inside of our personalized, it's so much easier to spiritually check out and be like. Oh, well, I'm just not doing this because it's not in alignment right now. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I asked for a sign. I didn't see the sign. Like people will give themselves so many reasons to like check out instead of like getting in the driver's seat of life. And I feel like we're being asked to stop doing that because like when we do that, what happens on a grand scale is like what we've been seeing on the planet, right? It's going to happen in your personal life. It'll look a little different because you personally probably won't be like all over social media with everything breaking down, but you get what I'm saying. It's a huge example of what can happen and like not even what's happening, but the potential of how far something like this could go if we spend time intellectualizing and spiritualizing instead of like actually being on the earth plane. And I feel like that is a huge part of also like creating more inside your personal life as well, And not getting stuck like spiraling out in the ethers, even though like, obviously, I'm a very spiritual and like energy based person as well. But like, being inside your human and like honoring the human experience, I also feel is extremely important. And part of that is like our relationship to the material. It's like, I have to say, I saw something on the internet yesterday that really concerned me. So I don't know, someone had a, a money coach and like, I'm a money coach. I love money coaches. You know, I have one too, but but she was like, "Well, my coach asked me to ask all of us to share all of her clients, like uh, basically like a screenshot of their bank statement." And she was like, "I'm not sure how to do that without like sharing all my personal information, but I'll just say this." And I was like, "That's like, what is this? Like, like don't blindly follow people, like what people tell you to do just because they're in a in a." situation of leadership and i'm like you sharing your bank statement on the internet first of all is kind of dangerous and feels mm-hmm. sticky but also like that isn't what's stepping you into more abundance like to me that exercise is not an abundance exercise at all and i was like this it's like i don't know like the i feel like the reason it's coming through to me now is because it's like situations like that reminded me of how disconnected people are from money to think that that is something that's going to bring in more money. Like I share my numbers on the internet because I'm a business coach, right? I share my client numbers, et cetera. It's part of my job, right? I encourage people to celebrate themselves, but I wouldn't tell someone who doesn't do what I do that they need to, or even doing what I do, you need to go share your bank statement as something that would bring me more abundance. Like, I just feel like there's all these like distortions around working with money and working with the physical and people. And maybe this goes into like the power side and the sovereignty side of our conversation. People feel to me a lot of the time, like very confused about how to like harness the energy and then are just like willing to blindly follow people with like, and what they tell them to do without checking in to be like, how's this actually like serving my process? Well, it's it's really that, for some reason that was like a nine one one. I was like, what? No, don't do that. That is crazy.
1: What's interesting about what you're talking about is with these Taurus Scorpio eclipses. So Scorpio deals also with betrayal, violation, privacy, right? And privacy is a big issue that's coming up, obviously with surveillance capitalism, but also. What I hear in that is that's an invasion of privacy and you don't need to bear your soul on the internet in order to live a life that's integral and also abundant. You don't need to, this is a very harsh word and so I'm hesitant to say it, but like you, you don't need to whore yourself out in order to, gain abundance. And I think we're living in a world where we're just, we're simultaneously have this conversation about boundaries all the time. And yet we are letting ourselves be taken from all Mm -hmm. the time in all these different ways. And I think the quickest way, if you wanted any kind of hack, is to draw the energy back to yourself and say, what is inside of me What lights me up? I don't have to blindly follow anybody else. It's like why we're so drawn to character, ultimately. Charisma is very attractive, but what are we ultimately drawn to in another person? It's character. It's being willing to say, I don't blindly follow the crowd. I do my own thing. I live in my own integrity. And I think that's a big part of what's coming up. It's like Carolyn Mace, um, When she talks about archetypes, one of the archetypes that she talks about is the prostitute, one of the shadow archetypes, which is a a much more accurate term than the term I used before. But when we prostitute ourselves out, right? And that can show up in many different ways. I'm not even talking about sexuality. We just prostitute ourselves out because we're willing to move out of integrity and align with ourselves in order to gain something. And I feel like that's a big theme that's coming up.
0: But I don't think that people even know what they're gaining. I feel like when I see things like that, they're just blindly following, like not even checking in, like what does this, okay. So for example, if I share my numbers on the internet, I'm a business coach. Women need to know like, okay, generally where I'm at inside my business to be like, oh, is she partially, right? Is she going to be the right person for me given my income level or for a certain container? Or whatever it is, right? It's like part of the business because that's part of what I teach about, right? If I share results from clients, it's like be- to show you what's possible yeah. inside the container. There's intention, like there's a purpose, there's a point. It's not like I would never be like, and here's my investment portfolio on the internet, like for right. what? <laughs> right, I know, I I understand
1: <laughs> right. that. I also what you're talking about is very Piscean. And we're in Pisces right now and the Pisces new moon is tomorrow, which is like a kind of boundaryless energy yeah. that can be very um nebulous and unclear and like why am I doing what I'm doing? The flip side of that is attuning to a spiritual or higher elevation, but it can be mass confusion. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm hearing from you is like, what is the intentionality? Why am I doing what I'm doing? What is the purpose behind what I'm doing? But the other thing I wanted to address is like, the spiritual and the material are not, they're not mutually exclusive, but they're also not different. Spirituality is not an a la carte menu. Someone is not spiritual and then someone isn't spiritual. We're, everything has is spirituality. And so there's a kind of ego stratification or ego hierarchy that comes out in in the spiritual conversation, which is like, I'm more evolved than that person, or I'm further along, or this means I'm further along. And I think that that's a big um, part of spiritual materialism. So people in spiritual bypass are like, I'm I'm evolved. I don't need to deal with that. I'm evolved. I don't have to balance my, my bank account. I'm evolved. You know, I don't have to deal with the physical plane, but you do. Well, it's sort of like women in
0: business are just like, I'm going to meditate my way into abundance, but aren't doing anything inside the business that would actually add up to get there. Well, it's like, it reminds me a little bit of that Elizabeth Gilbert quote from Eat, Pray, Love, when she's
1: someone says to her, you have a wishbone where your backbone needs to be. Oh, yes. Right? So I feel like that's a big theme that's coming up. And I also think that We can hold these things simultaneously. Like you can, Mm -hmm. you can enjoy pleasure and recognize that people are suffering in the world. You don't have to stay stuck in that mindset of, oh my God, people are suffering and I don't have to, you know, I can't enjoy this latte because someone's suffering. But there is, there is beauty in having a degree of humility and there, but for the grace of God, go up. Right. Right. Kind of mentality of if you have the capacity, and the, the, um, you're in a position where you can, you're not in absolute survival mode. You can follow your dreams. Don't you owe it to all the people who can't to do that? Like, don't, don't you? You know, 100%. Right?
0: It's so interesting you say that because I was asked a really interesting question recently about, and I shared a little bit about it on my Instagram today you know, about like the race conversation inside what I do, mm-hmm. you know, and what I represent in the world. And, you know, I'm someone where it's interesting. Like I, like my parents grew up in the South mm-hmm. during segregation, you know, that's an experience I never had. Yeah. Like I've had very little direct racism to my face. Like I can count on one hand, you know, mm-hmm. or at least where I registered it and was like, whoa, okay but I didn't grow up with that being like regular every day in my face, et cetera. But then I also realized, okay, but I I have received a lot. I've heard all of my family's experiences. I've spent a lot of time in the South. I see it. I've still been programmed through society, media, et cetera, about like what it means to be black in the world, you know, even if I didn't have the most extreme version of of what you could say could be like part of that negative experience. It's still given, it was given to me all the time, right? Like being other, looking different, Mm -hmm. all the things. It's still that way for me inside of my industry today. And I was like, and I just thought about, you know, because that came up in conversation and I was like, my parents like spent their lives, literally dedicated Mm -hmm. their lives. For me and my brothers to start, at least give us a foundation that looks different, mm-hmm. you know, to not mm-hmm. have to start at the same place. And I'm like, I can't imagine not, and I've been through a lot. I have financially destroyed myself. I've had all these emotional issues. Like, I've run the gamut, eating disorder, all these things, codependent, blah, blah, blah. Seen it all mm-hmm. in terms of like what my journey looks like to arrive here. And I've overcome essentially Mm -hmm. all of it, you know, and that's phenomenal. But it's like, when I think about my family and I think about my lineage and I think about my ancestors and like all the pain and the suffering Mm -hmm. and the chaos and the addictions and the drama and the financial scarcity, all of that. And I'm like, how could I not show up Mm -hmm. in full fucking power because I know better, you Mm -hmm. know, like How could I even view like my part of my, because obviously in my own journey and in transcending so much of my lineages, karma and all the things like, yeah, of course, parts of that have felt heavy, but there's been so much abundance on the other side and so much joy inside of like bringing other people into that for them to do for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And their families, it looks a little different for all of us, but I'm like, what a fucking privilege. Mm -hmm. Like, how could I ever sit on the sidelines of life when I've been given this opportunity, right? Like we have social media, we have the resources. We're in, um, in an era of people who are waking up and are awake. There's so many teachers to learn from. There's, there's just so much available to those of us who desire more. And to me, it's just like an incredible disservice to this art incarnation of human life. If you're already like kind of quote, unquote, ascended enough to be interested in this kind of conversation, to not show up for yourself in full, like for yourself, but also for like your whole lineage that came before you and for all the people around you who are looking to you. Like when a woman comes my way and I support all women, you know, definitely. But I often forget because I don't like bring my race into my business. I honestly, it's not something, I'll be honest. Like I don't think Mm -hmm. about it every day. I'm like, I'm Jocelyn Kelly Reed. This is who I am. I am a human on the planet. You know, like that is how I, I see myself in the mirror, but like, I don't, I just feel like me. Like, I really just feel like myself. And so what I see in the mirror is just like a reflection of me, you know, but I don't really try to put myself like in a category. But when
1: that sounds someone sounds so comes, freeing. That sounds yeah. like, the, like the definition of liberation, uh, to me, like self-liberation. That you're and not defined is. by something singular. No, you know, that's, I, I think, the big thing. Like, I think that's the big thing In our culture today, um, is that with identity politics, is that we're reducing human beings to external markers only. And I just think I'm interested in the individual and the human being and whatever is going to help their soul move through.
0: And I think that's a big piece of stepping into your false truth, which is also going to help you step into full abundance is to not wear your, uh, sorry. Um, is to not wear your labels as a point of like separation, you know, Mm -hmm. because it would be easy for me to like continuously dive into like my race and what that means, etc., just like you could do it with any nationality. Mm Or and you could even do it with the size of your body. Like you yeah. could literally do it with having small breasts mm-hmm. or big, but like anything mm-hmm. we're, with the, we're given so much information to like categorize ourselves and being told what's in the right category and what's mm-hmm. not. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if you take off all those labels, we even do it inside of like our personal development space. Like I have anxiety, I have depression, I have this, I have yep. that. To a point where, and I'm saying, like we want to get help for like anything that doesn't feel good. 100. This isn't like a dismissal. It's that like if you take the labels away, I feel, and what I've just seen in my experience, the more that like I show up, heal, grow, step forward powerfully, etc., the labels start to like I don't. They kind of mm-hmm. just go away, and you just feel like you, right? And so inside that feeling, I'd love to hear how you feel, Danny. Like is what about raising labels to help increase understanding? I think labels are great. Like I give a lot of analogies. I what I think the labels do is help people. Like it can help you identify a problem, right? Like, oh, if you're waking up, feeling like your heart's racing every day, mm-hmm. if you have a lot of like spiraling thoughts on repeat throughout the day, if you are feeling tense in your body, these can be symptoms of anxiety. It can help mm-hmm. people understand like, It helps your logical brain go, like, oh, that's what's going on, right? That's gonna help you go address the issue and look further into it, et cetera. But what you don't wanna do is wear that as some like badge of honor for the rest of your life. You wanna actually heal that so all of these symptoms go away and allow yourself to like release yourself from the label so that you can be free. It's like, I don't think, honestly, for example, if you've, I know this has come up with some of my clients who've been addicts, et cetera. I don't think you have to call yourself an addict for the rest of your life when you've done the work to heal and you're not displaying those symptoms anymore. I don't think, I'm not saying that you might not need support. We all need support, but I'm saying like you can allow yourself to be supported. You can look at what comes up as it's coming up and also just let yourself be like, I don't think you have to call yourself an addict forever in order for you to stay sober. I really don't. I don't think I need to go around every day on the internet being like, I'm a black woman, so this, that, and the other, in order for me to like justify the space that I take up. I don't think we need that. And I think most of the time it like makes people, it's almost like the same energy of when people like reinforce for themselves, like, I'm a survivor, I'm a survivor, I'm a survivor, I'm a survivor, and you are. But also like what gets to shift in your external reality if you look at yourself as now someone who's thrived through the experience and you step more into your thriving energy instead of being in that kind of like limbo space, right? Because it just, in my experience at least, from the things I've quote unquote survived and like letting all of that go, I've just found so much more power inside of this human experience and increasing my abundance and self-sovereignty and alignment and all the things. Because I'm not trying to keep myself in any boxes. There's just, like, flow.
1: Well, you're just a soul. I'm just a experience, And also, your experience is not going to be the same as every other no person's experience. Just like, you know, I'm a Jewish woman. My experience is not the same as every other Jewish woman. You know? Right. It's like... And I feel like that... I don't know. I mean, I... I just feel like there's so much more available to us in life. There's so much more available in terms of connectivity, in terms of soul connection, in terms of developing our own talents than to limit ourselves um, with boxes. And I feel the same way about astrology. By the way, I, I always talk about this. In astrology, it's like you don't get to say, like, they're a Gemini, they're this. Like, and that's it, because a chart is so complex and so layered and so whole that we are a mixture of so many different archetypes and tendencies that when we reduce people, I had this whole conversation with my group that I'm doing right now last week about how I'm a little concerned that astrology is going to be turned into another tool down the line that's going to divide people. And just another way to say this person is this and I've decided what they are instead of asking questions, I decide what they are because of their birthday. Yeah. You know, I just don't, I don't live my life like that. I don't look at other human beings like that. I'm not interested in categorizing, even just, even though I am, I do what I do. It's because I'm peeling back the layers. I'm not interested in, and I don't think, I don't think it serves us ultimately
0: I don't want to look at you and be like, what box do I need to put her in? (laughs) Therefore, to know how I should interpret her, because that's what ends up happening. We have the boxes. We're looking for ways to be like, "Okay, then this person I'm going to like subconsciously. It's like, well, then that means our interaction is going to be like this.
1: And that's what surveillance capitalism is doing on the extreme. It's just constantly taking data points and saying, I know you better than you know yourself. And therefore I'm then going to sell to you or market to you. Like there's a way in which we're discounting our humanity. And that is really concerning to me. And I think that's a lot of what's going to be coming up astrologically over the next five, six years is how we relate to AI, how we relate to technology, like how, you know, how we relate to ourselves, our own humanity, you know, are we just going to box and label people? I mean, that. We're seeing the rise of totalitarianism across the globe. We're seeing the rise of, you know, all kinds of racism and anti-Semitism and ethnic cleansing. And, you know, we're seeing that. And I think that happens when people are more afraid. And people are
0: afraid because they're feeling scarcity. Well, so, we're pro- yeah, I mean, we're told to basically be in fear. Exactly, and fear
1: is sold to us constantly, right? So that seems to me the thing to overcome. And if we're talking about empowering women, this deep-seated belief that we need permission to do what we want to do, that men understand money better than we do, that um, we have to be subservient, that, you know, all of these themes, that we are victims, you know,
0: I know the victim consciousness is so present and it's really sneaky. It's really sneaky. And I feel like that's the big theme in mid
1: April. We're having Jupiter and Neptune meet up in Pisces. And I feel like it's going to be peak victim consciousness. That's going to mirror it back to us.
0: Um, Well, this is my whole thing. I'm like, I, I understand what has happened before me, but I do not want to live my life. Coming from an energy of victimhood. I don't want to. It doesn't feel good. It's not empowering and it sure as hell is not like an abundance or prosperity creator. I don't even mean just with money. I just mean in life. Yeah. Because Because when we're in, you don't
1: attract attract opportunities when you're in that state because what you're attracting is rescue me. And then you've got carrot danglers and you've got people are going to take advantage of that because they'll say they're going to come rescue you. And then it's like, What are their motives? And everything gets very sneaky and very unclear. And so the more we're empowered, and we trust in ourselves and we trust in something greater than ourselves. And that doesn't mean that it's all gonna work out exactly how we want it to, that's control. That's different, right? And we can only control our perspective, but we can't control everything that happens around us. And the more we let go and we say, this is what I can control. I can take action in the direction of my dreams. I can put a stake in the ground. I can say, you know, conviction. I was listening to Mary Williamson the other day, and she said something so profound. She was like, conviction is a multiplier. What are your convictions? You know, what do you believe in? Where do you put your stake in the ground? And I've always found it to be an organizing principle. And you can... You can course correct. That is the thing is you can course correct. But if you never put a stake in the ground because you're waiting for that perfect moment or that perfect astrological alignment or that perfect person, it's like you're not living and you're also not getting the feedback and the experience that you need to continue to evolve and grow. Like it is the process. It isn't the destination. And so the more you're waiting for that perfect scenario or perfect person, the more you're setting yourself up to be disappointed because the thing is outside of you.
0: And that's not how manifest, if we want to use the term manifestation, that's not how manifestation works. It's like, you know, and often women don't feel empowered enough to state clearly, like, this is what I want. Yeah. Irregardless of where I came from, what's been shown before me, if I know 20 other people who have it or not, whatever, like none of that matters. Like, we, you are actually in a limitless universe and we've seen people all over the world create insane, th- you know, lives, yeah. technology, everything from circumstances that don't make sense. And it's like quite often a lot of those people do because they're like, I have nothing to lose anyway, right? So they just keep going for both. They're like, I've seen the bottom. You can't scare me, you know? Which
1: is freedom. That's why yeah. when the thing that we fear the most happens to us, so many of us, we feel free right? If we've been afraid, for example, forever that we're going to be cheated on and we're cheated on, well, we've experienced it. Now we're free. Do you know what right. I mean? It's I mean, like, you want to do the work so we don't keep attracting it, but yes, of course. of <laughs> course. But I'm saying then we say, because when we're so afraid of something, we're also more likely to call it in. True. Right?
0: Because our focus, where we focus is where energy flows. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, and I also think like then the universe gives you the opportunity to be like, okay, cool. If you want to obsess about that, here it is. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, look, you could handle it. You're fine. You yeah. know, like so much of what keeps us held back, right? And this is going to affect the power you feel inside of yourself, what you call in through your business, your career, and your life. Is like, there's this disp- like inside of fear. All fear is, is like you're telling yourself a story or you're having a felt experience in your body that if something happens, that you're going to die, yeah. which you're not going to die, obviously, but like what you're also what you're communicating to yourself is I can't handle it.
1: Yes, but also, I mean, this is a much deeper thing. But I also think what the pandemic and all of it—it's like we are all going to die. Every single. Well, we are, right? we <laughs> right? So, like, if you confront your true mortality, that's where freedom is. Because ultimately, that is what we're afraid of. So we're afraid of it on a metaphorical, energetic level of like, oh my God, my life is I know it dying. But then, you know, it's like that piece of us, often we're very attached to the thing that we say we want to let go of. We want to, you know, stop playing small, but we're terrified. What happens if we stop? Because it's the unknown. Death is the ultimate unknown, but we die little deaths. The whole way, the whole way
0: part. through. Well, and I feel like there's so much power and especially now talk about this year and like the level, I mean, this uncertainty is not new. It's been going on for the, the past two years, at least it's yeah. like, and I say this all the time in my world, right? Like where women are very into playing in the quantum manifestation, et cetera. I'm like, well, how you play in the void is everything, right? Like that liminal space, whatever you want to call it, which is a space between where you are now, and what you desire. Or you can even look at like just the energy on the planet and how that feels. It's like, because there's always going to be space between where you are now and where you're, where you want to go. Right. So, like, the more powerfully you dance through that space, the more that you allow fear to dissolve by, you said it. I mean, it's the truth. We are going to die anyway. So, fucking live and go take all the cake. Well, that's the thing, right? That's the thing about
1: the world today. It's like, and I have to remind myself this because I was just, Raised in a house with real heaviness, so I just am oh, and I, you know, raised to be very conscious. And so it's like, well, if that's happening over there, like, how can I digest my food well if, if I know that's happening? But the truth is, like I said, it's like you have the life, so honor it. Like, okay. if you're free, honor it. It's like we put ourselves in a cage. You know, that cartoon where the guy is behind bars, but actually, like right next to him is an open space, and all he has to do is walk out the door, yeah, right.
0: Yeah. It's like we choose into our own prisons. That's the truth. You're always say presence, like pain but is inevitable, people dying, etc. The suffering, which is what we're going through 99% of our time here, versus like those really hardcore, painful moments, that's all chosen. You know, assuming obviously I'm not talking about if you're in a war-torn country or not. You guys take everything I say, like with perspective, you know. But if you have time to watch this, right? If we are engaging in a lot of, like, not living below our standards, meaning, like, we know we want something, but we're kind of still settling over here, right? Or, like, having dreams, we're not allowing ourselves to go towards them, staying in the relationships that, like, aren't really a vibe, but we're scared we can't have more, all that kind of energy, that's chosen suffering. And, like, the media... And what's happening in the world is going to give you plenty of opportunities to continue to choose suffering and staying in the cage. That's not going to go anywhere. And fear.
1: Yeah. And fear. I mean, you only really make choices out of love or fear, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like romantic love. I mean, more agape love and that bringing it back to the body. I don't know about you, but I feel it in my body. When like something feels possible, I can feel Me too. abundance coming in. It's, I don't know if it's the strangest thing, but I can literally feel, oh, this is walk down this path. This is going to open more doors. I'll this win. is like, or I'm going to get a, no, I'm going to get an inner block. And I, I just learned to trust that and to lean into it. And, you know, I feel like I love that liminal space. I, uh, cause I feel like that's when things are possible. I can get stuck in that. So I have to be careful because I I like that feeling of possibility so much, but you know, that's why I then make a you know, make a stand or take, we'll a, stand take a decision and make yeah. a stand.
0: And well, what you're explaining too, because I also think that this is, continues to be important inside this year, right? This body wisdom, this body knowing that that is like, Oh, that's feminine wisdom. Right. And so yeah. We've obviously been seeing these masculine and feminine energetics play out of like where the whole world, men, women, all of us are being asked, like, come back to your body, come back to your intuition, right? As like everything just gets like more and more and more explosive and confusing. You can't rely on information and quote unquote, you guys see how fast the facts were fed change. We have all watched that all of last year, new facts every day. So you can't just rely on what's been like, you've been told has been trusted facts, right? Just the masculine, et cetera. How things are supposed to go, blah, blah, blah. blah. That's all exploding right in front of everybody's face Mm -hmm. on purpose because there has been this continuous call and continues to be right to come back into our feminine wisdom, our intuition, our knowings, right? Like just this part of like the power of being inside the human body and not to disconnect from it. Hi Queen, I hope you are enjoying the episode. This is your reminder that doors on the cohort, the four month business ascension for women desiring to step into five figure months, the feminine way is open for enrollment as is Money Queen, my self led abundance course or joining the fall rounds of feminine magic and money. So you can head to my website for those details, DM me with any questions, and you'll see links in episode notes as well. And I hope you are really vibing with this chat with Danny. It just really turned me on to have this conversation with her. And I love you so much.
1: 100%. And I feel like that's what we're being called into. And your truth isn't necessarily the next person's truth. And it doesn't no, need to be holy
0: truth. It's yeah.
1: like you, yeah, yeah. And I think that's another thing that we're living in right now, where it's like if everybody isn't on board with the exact same thought process and an agreement with everything, then they need to be canceled. it's like that is the most terrifying place for me to live because
0: well, I think that's how we end up with totalitarianism. Yes,
1: because disagreement debate is healthy. Yeah. Why would I want to live in a world where everybody thinks the exact same thing? Like, we well, are, sh- yes, it's, and also it's never worked, right? right. There's, it's just never worked. So yeah. I feel like what we're really up against, and this is of course a Western belief, but the power of the individual, the power mm-hmm. of the individual to live to their fullest and highest potential. Now, I was born and raised in America. that is an American belief. I recognize that, but it it seems like it is the way that we feel liberated on all levels, right? It's not It's not this kind of thing of like someone's going to give you permission to be free.
0: Or tell you what freedom yeah. looks like for yeah, exactly. you. That's the other thing. Exactly. Like, if you keep looking around waiting for permission, you're basically looking around waiting to be told. But no one but you and right, like there's obviously the work to do the unveiling to come back to your true essence because freedom is a felt experience, right? And Mm -hmm. you get to define what it looks like for you. What feels freeing to me, you could be like Jocelyn running a huge company does not feel like freedom. That feels (laughs) (laughs) that feels like the heaviest shit on the planet. I have no interest. In fact, I just want to be a dog mom. I get that. Right. That's freedom to you. And like, amen, you get to have that. So Ah, like, you know, I love that. It's, it's very individual. You're making
1: me think of something though, which is that I do believe that freedom and responsibility are interwoven. So a lot of people don't want the freedom because they don't want the responsibility. Mm -hmm. And there's no way to have one without the other.
0: No, I say this all the time. So for example, inside financial freedom in my business, okay, cool. I have to, so if I'm going to let like thousands of women into my world, whether it be paid content, free content, Mm -hmm. et cetera, right? You got to handle the customer service. You have to handle the clients that pop up, whatever, defaulting on their payments. You handle like the person who is way more difficult than you thought they were going to be. You have a team. Like you're, you're responsible for more. If freedom does come with responsibility, think about people who are taking up an enormous amount of space on the internet, on the world stage, wherever it is. There's there is an enormous amount of responsibility in that, but that's why if you do the work to like, keep your side of the street clean, right? You're doing the, the internal work and you're freeing yourself from the chains. You're one, you're going to be able to handle it better. And you're going to know for a fact, right. That like, you are coming with the cleanest energy available to you and like you're an integrity and like you feel clear. And when you feel clear, you are more likely to get like a like clear feedback coming towards you and whatever doesn't feel like that, you can handle it, you know, because like, I just feel like that integrity and character piece that you were talking about, when you feel that inside of you and, and it's like very sure and it's very woven into everything you do. You feel a lot safer going out to take up a lot more space because you know, like you're good, you know?
1: Right. Um, And you're, you're not afraid because you're not afraid of what could come up. The truth is that the underlying feeling is I can handle it.
0: Yeah. Whatever
1: comes forward, I can handle it. It's not that it's just going to be clear 100% of the time. It's that you trust yourself enough to navigate it. And that's the biggest piece, right? Because so if, I you say, yourself, like <laughs> if you don't trust yourself self-trust as a moneymaker. If you don't trust yourself to handle it, if you don't trust yourself in your talent, your skill set, your capacity to learn and grow. And I'm not just talking about emotionally spiritually, also learn and grow new skills, right? And adapt. If you don't trust in that, you're not going to grow. You're not going to grow your business. You're not going to, right? You're going to stay small because it's like, I don't really want that. Now, some people don't want more responsibility. Beautiful. You know that. But then move out of the victim consciousness around it and just say, I'm choosing this. I don't want more. I don't want a higher position because I don't want that responsibility. I don't want, you know what I mean? So it's like also recognizing what it is that you actually want, not what you think you're supposed
0: to have. And also don't always be scared of the responsibility. A lot of times what we think it's going to be is not, it's not that scary because you come into it gradually. It doesn't all get landed over you over okay. on you overnight. So I think this is where sometimes to the, per, like, especially when it comes to business, for example, and I watch a lot of women like stepping into that is like, even what I stepped into in my trajectory and I'm sure for yourself as well. It's not like where I, what I can handle today like my my capacity is so much greater than it was two years ago, right? Like
1: the nervous system expands in order yeah. to space for
0: it. So also don't take yourself out of the game because you're like, oh my God, that sounds like too much, right? It's like, to yeah. Danny's point about self-trust, like know that like your capacity gets to expand as you go. And sometimes when we don't have what we, what we say that we want, we don't yet have the capacity to handle it and maintain it and grow it because you, what you don't want is like huge things coming through them and through to you. Right. And then you like, it's like women who are like, I want to have, I don't know, 100K months and their business isn't even set up to hold more than 20K months. If all those people came in, all that money came in, could your business handle it? Is your even, I don't know, like your accounting, your tax planning, all the things, Are they so locked down that you don't end up giving a shit ton of it to the government because you don't know how to handle taxes yet? Like there's so many nuances, not don't pay your taxes. you get what I mean. Like there's a lot of like, (laughs) you get what I'm saying? There's a lot of tax planning strategies out there as an example, or like, do you have the people in your corner to help you with all the money, with all the clients so you can actually hold it and grow it? and not end up being like, Oh, my God, this huge opportunity came my way, I couldn't handle it and I collapsed and it all fell apart. Like, I don't think any of us want that. So remember to like, there's, there's preparation inside of that. And like, to me, when we're talking about like, how we relate to the material, like, even just in my journey with money, has been so much of like, increasing my own financial literacy as a business owner. I mean, it is a huge part of business that people don't really look at. And I'm like, what's the point of making all the money? If you're not keeping the money and growing the money, you also have to invest money, spend money, et cetera. But like you are financial literacy, our relationship to the material and actually like, you know, paying attention to that and investing in that to me has made it feel safer and more just like, it, it's made it feel more obvious. Like, of course, so much more can come in because, like, the business can actually handle it. Like, we're good. I know what I would do with this, you know? And to
1: your point, you can hire
0: advisors. Yeah, I'm hire, not doing you know? everything, please. There's a team here. <laughs> yeah.
1: you know? So recognizing that as well. Yeah. Like, you can get the scaffolding that you need. But it is true. It's like allowing allowing the space in your nervous system to grow to be able to call it in. And I think it,
0: this is what happens. It's incremental and then it's exponential. One, that's been my experience. And then you hit increments again and then you apply yeah. again. And then, you know, I'm always like, we go to the next level. We find ease at the level. You find yeah. ease at the level. You have more space to call on the next level. You hit that, find some ease there. Yeah. And then, you know, you keep going because we've all been through enough cycles of like crazy burnout and all of the things. And it's just. That also is like, I think the way that we move through the world will continue to be like, we will have plenty of opportunities to really question why we're doing things certain ways. Like, is that what's really required for you to have what you want? Are you still doing what you thought you had to do or told that you had to do? Because my experience has not been that like, I have to, I don't need to work 40 hours a week to be Mm -hmm. successful, for example. But it's like, we've been taught so much of like, what's required to have what we want. It's so deeply ingrained that it becomes true because we believe that it's true. But if you actually allow yourself to, to re like, recode yourself with new mm-hmm. beliefs, you're going to believe that those are true. And then those are the ones that are going to play out.
1: Like, just well, to go belief, back to the point about like our, just our individuality. And our beliefs create our reality. Yeah.
0: It's that's really cool. powerful. Do you want to do a little Q that and A? Q&A. I think
1: we got like three or four minutes before we're cut off. It doesn't
0: do that anymore. Uh, oh, it doesn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Those days were the worst.
1: Shows you know how little, how infrequently I do these. Yeah, oh, like
0: such a treat. Yeah. Ladies, men, who have—if you have any questions, ladies and gentlemen, sorry, that's <laughs> better. If you have any questions, um about this year energetically astrologically power abundance sovereignty anything that we talked about that felt a little confusing um or you just want some clarity on please drop your questions i know it takes a second so we will give you a second um so while we wait for that danny is there like how would you summarize the opportunity then for stepping into because you know we always tend to flow around all these different topics which I love that's just kind of how I communicate but like how would you summarize in your words like when we look at these themes of power and alignment and abundance this year and you know we know we're going to be fed challenges like astrologically and on the world stage to basically like hold our power get back in our power find our truth all the things we talked about like How would you kind of summarize all of it for just like stepping into, stepping into more?
1: So I would say dissolving victim consciousness is going to be number one. Please. If everyone would do that. With, with the lineup of Pisces. And I would say, you know, in terms of the eclipses, it's, um, It's really healing our relationship to the material world and possessions. Like, how do we relate to other people like that we see that have things? Do we judge them? Are we envious? Are we jealous? Do we use that as a way to say, well, what do I want for myself? Are we outer focused? Are we inner focused in terms of what really we want? What's going to call us alive? And that feels like that's all tethered to innovation doing the thing that scares us, doing the thing that we hadn't thought of before and allowing ourselves to download new ideas, to get the hits and to take action. 100%. There's a
0: reason that energy, you know how the energy started speeding up on the planet in 2020. Actually, like during 2020, there was that phase where the earth was spinning. It was the last time that it happened was in the 60s. It was spinning as quickly as like physically spinning. Mm -hmm. And I think we've all just felt like how fast time moves now, right? How much life changes inside even three months, six months. It's wild. I'm like, okay, so that's for a reason. That's also showing you the availability of the rate at which you can change your own life, right? I see all of these women who are like quantum healers and doing such powerful things, for example, even to help people like move their trauma. I help people do it with money, like. Etc. And you see such fast results when people had previously taken years and years and years to arrive there. And I'm like, yes, there's a lot of like heaviness on the planet, but there's also so much opportunity Always for, for you. Yeah. Well, inside of everything that's ever happened, there's people who somehow find a way to become wildly successful for people like us. It doesn't have to come at the cost of anyone else. Obviously we can do it in ways that are an integrity for us, but it's like, I feel that we're very supported and actually receiving much faster than what we thought was possible and that what felt available before, but that come back to self, right? Like inside our boundaries, inside relieving our, uh, releasing our victim consciousness, inside of like owning our power with money. Or when we see someone who has more, like, are we going to be jealous or are we going to be like, mm, yum. What parts of that do I like? That expands me. That's showing me I get to have it too, right? Or are we going to spend our time talking about people who talk about many on the internet, like that's not getting you anywhere. Right. And it's like that continuous call back to your soul, your alignment, your truth, and then being like, wow, there's so much energy around me on the planet. It's moving so fast. I get to harness it. Like when you bring those two things together and allow yourself to go and like ride the energy instead of trying to fight it, which makes me feel really like stressed out and pulled around. You'll receive a lot more, and with a lot more ease. But it's it's like it does require moving forward in the face of fear, very continuously, until that becomes normal for you. Well, it's interesting
1: because I want to just respond to someone asked a question about applying to a job no, that, I didn't see they're, that they're not fully qualified for it as listed, but okay. in. So this is the example I always use. It's like when we were moving into Algebra 2 from Algebra 1, right? hmm It's like, it's so strange that in work, we have to say like, but you need to know Algebra 2 in order to be an Algebra 2 class. No. Like you apply to the job and then you learn what you need to learn on the job. Like this idea that you have to master it before you even start it. That's How you actually grow? <laughs> what? You can't master something you haven't even done yet. Yes. And I think that... That keeps us stuck, right? Instead of saying, I'm going to up-level. I'm going to do something that scares me. I'm going to have to master new skills. I'm going to have to feel like I'm at the bottom climbing. Because I think a lot of that comes with that fear, right? That fear that we're not good enough. But the only way you build self-esteem is by doing the thing that scares you. You can't just trick yourself into having self-esteem. You have to do the thing that you're afraid of or you're scared of. That's the only way.
0: And I always say, don't be afraid to be a beginner, right? Like I, you could say like, I'm a master, right? Of a certain income level with ease. Okay. But there's another woman making $5 million a year. I'm not there yet. That doesn't make me feel lesser. I'm just like, Ooh, yeah, let me go learn from her. Like we're exactly. all, there's always someone ahead of you, which is also really beautiful. But it's like inside of that to me, is just this energy of like being a beginner because it can show up. It will show up at every level continuously is not wrong. It's like, when you move through the world with that level of curiosity and openness, you actually get so much further when you look back at the ends of the day, because your ego isn't going like trying to trick you out of actually letting yourself, you know, move forward and learn. That's why starting a hobby truly that you've never done before can jog that part
1: of the brain. I love so, that. You know, if you've never really cooked before and you're like, I'm going to start cooking. If you're going to, you know, Uh, tried pottery or anything, or, you know, horseback riding, and you've never ridden a horse before. Like that keeps us fresh and young and keeps us in the mindset of, oh, I can do this thing that scares me. And that age stage from like six to 10, where that feeling of confidence really starts to settle in. If we didn't have that at that age, then we have to go in and heal that and say, I'm going to, oh my God, I built this whole Lego system by myself. I did this. I did the diorama by myself. Because a lot of times, either parents weren't present, and so the kid didn't feel, or they felt like their parents were just doing it for them. And so they didn't develop that feeling, that inner feeling of mastery of, like, I've done this on my own. And I think that
0: is so important. And that the the vibe is evolution over time, evolution yep. over time. Because anyone who is so excited about learning, they, they even become a master. It's someone who's learning every day. They don't stop, you That's know. It. And so then again, over
1: time. it's incremental, and then it's exponential. So it's like you don't know when that tipping point is going to be. You have no idea when that tipping point is going to be. But you just stay focused on where you want to go. You show up when the lessons show up. You use them when the triggers show up. You use them, and then there's
0: the X factor. You can't control okay. the X factor, and that keeps it exciting. Yes, okay. exactly. Okay, I'm recently changing my services to a different structure and price point. So you believe if you build it, they will come the line clients strap when you up level. Yes, they do strap when you up level. But like the most important thing is that you're moving in alignment, you're moving in alignment, you're yeah. moving in alignment, not based on like what you think people are going to respond to what you think that they want, but what feels true for you, right? The container, the pricing, like, all of it, how mm-hmm. you market it. This is true for me. This is true for me. This is true for me. Obviously you can get help for anything that doesn't, that feels sticky. That's normal, but it's like, we're not, you don't want to like, in my experience in like business and containers, et cetera, it's like, and Jay, I'd love to hear what you think too. It's not like, you don't like hold it and then get in this, like, and then wait. And you're like, Oh my God, are they coming? I built it. Yes. Are they coming? No. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we just want to have this, like, it's just like, flow. it's like, this is a line. So of course it works. This is a line. So of course it works. Ooh, I have this, something sticky came out. I was making believe it's not working. How can I look at that and put myself, like, I always say, like, for example, if I feel something, I'm, I'm like, no, I'm an overflow. <laughs> like my baseline gets to be, I'm not saying always feels exactly right. like overflow, but that's the energy I will get myself like back into. Because to me, it's like, if something is in my truth and I'm excited about it. And of course like there's business there are ways to run your business better than others this is very true but energetically it's like if this is true and I'm excited about it it's impossible for it not to work because it's the truth and it's my truth and everything is my truth it's just going to work cuz that's just what happens you know but it's like we want to catch how we're playing with how we're playing with ourselves energetically inside our creations cuz that's a lot of like what trips people up or not having like the support if you need it around like how you're building your business, so then it starts to feel like confusing, and also, yeah, that goes back to the skill set piece. That goes back
1: to like, I think in the manifestation, it also amorphous is because it's energy. It's like grounding it in skill sets, like that you are growing. Like, what is your skill set? What are the skill set that you want to achieve? What are the skill sets that you want to grow into? What do you feel like you have mastery over? What do you need help with? Like all of that clarity is really important. Are you a high level person? Are you more of a detailed person? Like recognizing that within yourself is really important because this stuff just becomes so, like I said, it's like, it's just, it has no to You have to know
0: yourself inside a business. I always say one of the reasons that I feel like I've become as successful as I have as quickly is I've always been very good at knowing exactly where I need to get the help. Yeah. Like, that's so I'm important. important. And I mean, like, whether so coaching for myself, healing and support inside <laughs> the business. And I, I think we, this whole, like, Miss Independent, do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you, where did that come from? Why do people feel like they should know everything and be able to do everything? I think because
1: our culture is so over-credentialed and so obsessed with expertise over the past 30 years it 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 wasn't like I honestly think it wasn't like that you didn't have to go get a degree to be a mechanic like you just you learned your press apprentice and you opened up your own shop but like yeah like, like that yeah but that's the truer part of it it's like it's all all of that is literally a social construct the idea I mean Okay, fine, like brain surgery. That's but like or rocket a heart surgery. surgeon. Yeah. Right. But like for most things, it's it's literally just a lexicon and a barrier to entry. And it's just a social construct so that the ego feels satisfied.
0: Truly. Cause I'm like, yeah, let's stop making ourselves wrong. Because a lot of women even hold back from investing in themselves because it almost feels like a point of shame, like, oh, I should know how to do this. I'm like. Who, who went to the School of Entrepreneurship? Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, no, none of us. The whole point is like, we're all walking each other home. There would never be so many of us on the planet if we weren't intended to help each other arrive to these different places, right? Like the way that humans learn, if you look at even children, we, we learn from each other. You could never sit in a dark room for your whole life and become an expert at anything without, without other humans. Also, if you look at, if you watch children play, there
1: is a kind of personality that emerges. Like, you know, one kid is going to be like, we're putting on a show and I'm the director. And another kid is (laughs) going to be like, (laughs) like another kid is going to be like, okay, what should I do? And then another kid is like, F you, I'm going to play soccer. Like, you (laughs) know what I mean? Like, And it's, there's a truth to that. Like it's recognizing what's a natural flow to you. And by the way, like you also don't need to be a solopreneur or entrepreneur in order to live an abundant life. Like that's not every single person's path. Right. So it's like recognizing what your path is. I don't know. My dad always said to me, do what you love and the money will come.
0: That's what my dad said too.
1: Really? And like, (laughs) that wasn't. My dad's Kate, my dad worked his way out of poverty and that wasn't his experience, but that's what he wanted me to believe. And I, I have lived that when I didn't live that. When I was like, ironically, when I was like, do what you love, <laughs> the money didn't cut. Like when I was like, what does my dad want me to be unconsciously or subconsciously? The money right. didn't flow. But then I was like, what am I naturally, what have Come I always to. done? What have I always done? I've always counseled people. I've always so. been a voracious reader and consumer of history and pop culture and traveler.
0: Like, right. those are well, all that feeds. Because my dad was also a rock to riches story in finance, right? And isn't it funny that, so I was successful in finance, but then when I had my saddle return, I moved to LA and it all fell apart. And now I cried all that crazy talk set. All my trauma came up, right? The whole thing fell <laughs> apart. And isn't it interesting how now that I've like stepped into my purpose and I would say it's more like found me than I went out looking for. I, it. Was, a lot of it found me through my journey and healing, et cetera, that like now this is like stable and growing. But, and I learned so much, like I was supposed to be inside that world, but just to your point about, but it just wasn't meant to be my forever truth, you know, and ultimately it did have to fall apart. But, but it led you to where you are now. Oh, 100%. So that's path, the thing. Looking it, back, I'm like, this all makes sense.
1: And that's the key. It's like, you can't at 22 plan it all out. You have to go live your life and then it finds its way. Your path finds its way. And the more you listen in, it's going to reveal itself. And it's going to reveal itself through minor curiosities. Not like some people get hit over the head with a
0: passion. Most people don't. Most people don't. Well, most people wait to and then don't know why anything's not, why everything isn't happening. Because right. that's not how it, it's just sort of like the same energy of like, your intuition doesn't sound like a dark booming voice coming out of the sky 99% of the time. It's like this little quiet yes. whisper or it's this feeling in your body. Not everyone is literally hearing voices. It exactly. doesn't mean you're not intuitive.
1: Exactly. And it's also listening to your body. How does it respond in each circumstance? Oh, this lights me up. Oh, this fills me up. Right? Like, every time I read a great book, like a great novel or a great nonfiction piece or or a great long article, something in me fills up from the inside. Mm -hmm. And, okay, I know that I need to keep doing that. And that is also what allows me to show up to my clients. Because for me, it's like, having all that knowledge then allows me to understand the context of my clients because that's not enough for me. I also need
0: to counsel Interaction and connection. I do also, I'll say too, connection is going to continue to be so important because it is so easy for all the divisiveness, Mm -hmm. the separation, the fear to drive you into isolation or to only communicate with this kind of person and, you know, that whole thing. Or assume, assume, assume you know that like what that
1: person is thinking yeah. on either end, right? It's like the only way we work through that is connection. The assumption piece is really dangerous in our culture. And we do, we all do
0: it. I know, I know. But it's it's really problematic. And it's also a lot of the times too, we're fearful to even open the door to hear because we're mm-hmm. like, what's going to happen in the conversation? But I can't tell you how much liberation I found and actually like, going deeper inside my connections and being like, "Ooh, that came up. That's a little sticky. I'm a little scared to talk about it, but I'm going to from a place of curiosity. What happens 99% of the time, how I felt is not what the other person intended. Exactly. And then there's so much. And now we have freedom. My big thing right now, we have freedom inside the connection and we have to let ourselves get that curious with other people. And, you know, with ourselves, like, when we find ourselves like pushing these like, I call them like subtle energies. I feel like there's this these phases when you're kind of healing where you go through these big, heavy, like yes. good guy. It feels like it's like smacked you in the face. You're like, help. And then you've done a lot of that. And then what you see coming up is like subtle energy, subtle energy. You're like, ooh, that little thing, right? Where it's like, it's not a big deal, but it's been like hanging around in my system for a week now and I haven't said anything, done anything, whatever. And it's like, those energies are very easy to ignore and be like, Oh, it's not a big deal. Right? Like the one thing someone said, you're not like so triggered, but it's kind of, do you know what I'm talking about? It's kind of just like hanging out, lingering, lingering. Look at those. There's a lot of magnetism and a lot of freedom gained. And also looking at the subtle energies are things that are coming up for you once you're not really in that phase of like the big, enormous, or sometimes you might have a little of both, but you get my point as something that's evolved in my process. Most definitely that I've seen like create space for more and give me even more like felt freedom, etc. is, is actually addressing the subtle energies. Always. Cause we're also carrying it around our cell. Yeah. Like you've been right? thinking about this for a week. It's obviously taking up space. Exactly. You know? So good. Okay. I just want to make sure. Did we miss anything in terms of the questions? I think we got them. Love the truth alignment focus. You're welcome. I, oh, I need to hear this. Mastering has been a way to keep suck. Oh my gosh. I see this all the time. Guys, you do not need another certification to have start no. your business. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Holy, I have no certifications. <laughs> I have school of life, channeled wisdom, just having a brain for business and money and all the things. My whole business is built on natural talent, curiosity, and my intuition. Yeah. And healing my staff so that even more channeled wisdom comes through. Please do not put yourself in a box if you're someone who or a financial wants- box well never you know <laughs> what I mean like
1: meaning like pay for something that you don't actually need or doesn't light you up because you think you're supposed to have it
0: I mean that's where I mean that's a symptom of like like the part of capitalism obviously that I love is like that okay we can create what we want right but one of the dark sides of it is this that you need to like pay to prove yourself I don't mean getting help for yourself like I oh, you need certification for this I need another one for this now you need to pay um, a bazillion dollars to go to college so that we can even look you in the eye. Now you need to do this. But I don't think that's, this is philosophical,
1: but that's not actually capitalism. That's a construct because but I feel like capitalism how- was around long before that was. Totally. That I don't mean emphasis. the
0: essence of it. I don't mean the essence yeah. of it. Yeah, I just mean like how it's played out. Yes. Yes. The essence of it is none of that, but we've forgotten that. You know, I totally but agree with you. I also think, because I know freedom is such a big word for you and it's such a big word for me. And I just think
1: we need to depoliticize that word. I mean, that word is not a political word. That word is <laughs> like, just, I'm sorry, it's not a political word Word, and it's being politicized. Which we
0: politicize everything. We also need to stop politicizing. every. Our health has been politicized. Yes. That's frightening. Everything is
1: political, and it's like, no, there is politics. Do you believe in federal a strong federal government or states' rights? That's political. That's not everything else is political. Right. But we have politicized everything and it's it's choking us. And it's disconnecting us in a way where like most people are probably pretty in agreement across the board of like. We want our roads to be clean and working. We want the environment to be clean. We want our water to be clean. We want schools. We want safe yeah. neighborhoods. We want people to feel like they can thrive. Like most people agree with that. I There's think a so. argument yeah. as to How to achieve that. That's politics. Right. But we've made everything politics. And when I was growing up, like I was the only political one. No one was interested. I was interested in foreign policy or whatever. Now it's like you have a conversation. Everybody's making everything political, but it's not actually politics
0: so how do you think that happens
1: or why i don't know but i just think you know and it's giving people this pressure to feel like they need to be informed or have an opinion on everything and it's like these things are much deeper like philosophically like what do you think the role of government is we can't even have that conversation anymore because people make massive assumptions instead of like Again, do you believe in states' rights or do you believe in a strong federal government? There's arguments to both.
0: And there always will be. Yes.
1: It's like, if we can have that conversation, if we can, that like, do, we, do people believe that you need a strong federal government with a, you know, centralized bank? Or do you believe that that's dangerous? It's like, that's a conversation, but we're not having that. We're having, like, all these topical conversations and not actually conversing or not actually dialogue. We're just yeah. raging and it's making people afraid. I do think the cancel culture is, is robbing people of this feeling of like, I can take a risk. Oh, yeah. And that's scary because we don't really have innovation without risk. We don't really push the envelope without risk.
0: Well, there's no reward without risk period. Yeah. If you don't take risks, life will just look exactly like it does right now. The end. (laughs) I mean, we're going to be alive for a lot longer. Most of us. So, you know, don't we want to like
1: experience more. So I just wanted to say that because I feel like people are now afraid to be like, they want freedom because it's like, well, that means that I'm like a far right wing nut. And it's like, no, that's a very... That's an essential word. Like that word doesn't get to be co-opted.
0: By anyone. Yes. That's crazy. It's funny. So I'm bringing, this will be separate for anyone who's interested. I have a podcast, Queen Flow, And we can answer this last question, um, which this chat will be on the podcast. But I have a friend and her and her husband did get canceled in their business. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because it led them down this whole healing path. They went and started multiple other, multiple six figure businesses while they were totally off the internet. And now it's like, of course it created all of this abundance yes. and now they're back. And I always really loved them. But I was like, will you come on my podcast and talk mm-hmm. about what it's because I want to help people not be afraid of this. Yeah. What actually happens for you getting canceled and coming back and like your life is even is better than it was before.
1: Well, that's the thing. The people who are canceled, a lot of them, not everyone, they come back
0: stronger. Actually, so they're happier, they yes. made more money. Now they have other areas to help people. Like it's it's actually been amazing.
1: Because you're free, because the thing you were the most afraid of happened. Yeah. Um, astrologically it's all the Aquarius, it's Saturn and Aquarius, and then we have Pluto going into Aquarius, and Aquarius is the paradox
0: of groupthink think. The Wait, should we read the question for anyone? Because I don't know if everyone can see it. But-
1: Astrologically, do you see movement around away from the deeply political climate? I'm exhausted, not sure where to see the path through the trees. Um, I think we're gonna be in it for a little while because of Saturn's in Aquarius into next year and then into 2024, and then Pluto moves into Aquarius. And so Aquarius is about is both about the individual and the collective. Um, so I think we're working it out and I think the algorithm has a lot to do with it again the surveillance capitalism um, you're going to be fine and you're sad in return it's people over they over dramatize it it's like you're going to so dramatic Mine was dramatic too, but like you're, it's a rite of passage. So it depends on where Saturn is on your chart and like it's going to make you stronger. And think about the thing to think about with the Saturn return is what kind of adult do I want to be in the world and what responsibilities do I want to choose into?
0: And also, okay. if you're this awake that you're watching, this is not what I was doing during my Saturn return. <laughs> I was asleep. So, girl, you are awake during your Saturn return. All you need to do is keep going forward in the directions that you're being called. Mine was painful because I was asleep. So I was getting dragged. Yeah. You You know, you have the tools. Our Saturn returns are also in completely different eras on the planet, even though we're only in our 30s. It's still a totally different world. I'm 41. You're 41. I'm 38. I didn't know you were 41. Love it ladies it keeps getting better and better I'm telling it you I'm getting older I, and I'll just say
1: like I bought my first home at 40 at 41 yeah so, you know you're in a Saturn turn if you're between the ages of 28 and a half and 30
0: yeah I just that might make sense for where I landed but I think it's it, so different than any other time in your life If you actually follow the callings of your soul if you actually continuously come back to your alignment, if you actually listen to where you're being led instead of like driving through it, feel safe, you will find freedom inside of it. I know women who, in their saddle return, who are abundantly successful, happily married, mm-hmm. doing all the things because they're honoring the truth of their soul, even when it's scary. I don't think it matters, like, I mean, Danny, obviously you're the astrologer. What is happening in your chart necessarily to you're going to receive inside of that kind of energy, it seen, or what I've seen in my life given when i've also learned about my astrology mm-hmm. is there's been points in time where it's more lined up for for certain areas to be easier that's it that's it but, but, there's, but no, there's no there's arrival not like this point. wall
1: you know there's no arrival point that's yeah. and no one's going to give you permission you got to give it to yourself and there's nothing to wait for people are like, <laughs> literally it's mercury retrograde should i not and it's like no Like, don't, don't, don't live with that level of fear because whatever comes forward, you're going to navigate through it. That's the truth. Like If you're thinking catastrophically, then that tells me that your nervous system is fried and that what needs to be healed is the nervous system and your own ability. And like, you know, do something that scares you. Go on a hike alone. You know, don't be reckless and be safe, but like,
0: do something that scares you. Or just you know? like out of the box, like switch yeah. up your energy. Yeah. And also just like, we don't even want to, I feel like this energy too. you know, like around the question on the, will the political climate continue to be so charged? Like, yes. Remember the call inside of that? Like what I was saying around like our reaction to world events and like, is what you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. My life doesn't feel chaotic because the political climate is chaotic because I'm deciding what my personal life looks like while showing up to help share my truth, doing the things. Um, and again, I recognize I'm in New York and the United States, but like we talked about, most of you are like in places where you're physically safe, yeah. but it's like, that does not make me more stressed out because you have to do the work to actually feel sovereign, to have a sovereign reality. So that all this, like all this stuff going on, isn't to knocking you around and taking you out of your power. Instead, you can choose what parts of it you want to plug into to step into your truth, to share your message and support where you want to support, et cetera. But you, stop, you don't feel wiped out about it. It's been sure. my experience. Like I don't feel, I will cry sometimes Or be mm-hmm. like, wow, this is painful for the world. But it's mm-hmm. like, my heart is crying for like the people having the physical experience, you know? But well, you're also, the, you're also not making it about you. It's Because it's not about me. Sure. I literally just like feel, I mean, I can't imagine Living in this apartment and it being bombed or like being stuck. I'm a big dog lover being separated from my dog. Like, are you? So when I see all these like the children and the fucking animals in the street and these like men saying goodbye to their families, hope like till we don't know all this stuff, that makes me cry. But that has nothing to do with me. It's like my just life is so precious.
1: That's it. That's the truth. And like, yeah there's more we don't know than we do. And that's the great Always. liberation. And we do what we can and then we let go.
0: Yeah. So to me, it's just, it's again, the call inward that we were talking about too, because also remember that all the political shakeup is for a reason, because a lot of it has been all these like hidden, dark, darkness, truth, like all this shakeup is bringing things to light. So Mm-hmm. I do think it is important to remember that, like, that's all happening. Like, the crumbling is for a reason. So there's actually a lot of power inside the crumbling. But like was Danny said, when you take the crumbling personally, everything starts getting all confused. Yeah, that's right. And it's an opportunity for everyone to find their own truth. Because clearly, like, relying on, like, the government and the media as your source of truth is not going to serve you. Because it's going to change every day. What they tell you is, look how fast their agenda changes. Midterm elections. Oh, COVID's not really <laughs> more bad guys. Just kidding. Everything's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally,
0: they went from the state of New York. And I'm not saying I don't care what side of the spectrum you sit on with COVID vaccinations, whatever. This is not about that. I'm just saying this, like they went from you now need another booster shot, you need a total of four shots to just kidding. We don't have vaccination <laughs> mandates anymore. This all happened in like 60 days. <laughs> this should show you that this is a, po- like, I'm, I'm not saying this yeah. isn't real. Like do whatever you want to do with your health. But like, that's a, that's laughable to go to that level yeah. of severity to literally like abandon shit. Midterm elections are coming. That's
1: right. And state of union, which is, I think, happening right now.
0: Yeah. Perfect. That shows you that a lot of this is just political. So don't get, so this is why it's like, don't be afraid of it. But when, cause when you're in your own truth, you're going to be able to feel it's not true for you. So no matter what they tell you, you're going to be like rolling your eyes at half of it anyway. <laughs> like It's okay. You know? And I think
1: that's the key. It's like coming back to that, to the self. It's like, and not making someone else your higher power.
0: No, just how guru culture in the spiritual world is like, yeah. bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Bye bye. Not at all, ladies. <laughs> okay. On that note, my boyfriend's making me paella and I think it's
0: Okay, <laughs> perfect. So let's just chat about what you have going on for anyone who wants to dive into your world. Best ways to work with you. Um, and I'll do the same. So one on one, all through my website.
1: I am doing a retreat here in Nashville. It's a three-day retreat. Nice. Um it's just going to be deep soul sharing, some yoga, some forest bathing, but it's deep connection because I just think we've been too separate. And I think people need to be together and just share and hear people's stories and tell their stories and write and connect and be in nature. Um, and so that's happening in mid May. And then everything else is just one-on-one, my cosmic compass,
0: that's it amazing and so in my world i have feminine magic and money the mastermind enrollment is closing friday so that is my mastermind for deep embodiment of wealth pleasure magic and magnetism i have two spaces awesome. left there's money queen is an amazing place if you kind of are like oh, i just want to dip my toe in because fmm is five months that's my self-led abundance course that's amazing and what else is open the cohort. Is my container for women building and scaling to five figure months the feminine way? And I have my podcast, Queen Flow. This conversation is going on the podcast too. And thank you guys so much. I know it's not easy. The thing that always cracks me about Instagram lives is like you have to pay so much attention. Like you cannot yeah. use your phone, <laughs> <laughs> you cannot do anything else. I'm like, guys, can we give the people an option to like listen and be able to like. <laughs> it's so true. Do That's why I things. love
1: films with subtitles and shows with subtitles because, like, you have to focus in our age. It's like I can't be on the phone. I'm always like, let's watch that with subtitles. I'll
0: really pay attention. I'll be focused. <laughs> <laughs> and the reader in me loves it. I don't know. Oh, um, see, I'm I'm like I want to walk around, do whatever, <laughs> have it in the background of my life. But so. anyway, so my point being is like, I really am seeing you for spending so much time with us. <laughs> it's solely focused. So I really appreciate it. We both do, and thank you so much, Danny. This—it's just always so soul-nourishing to connect with you.
1: Thank you for having me and for setting this up. You're so
0: awesome. You're just—you're such a light and so inspiring. Thank you. Lots of fire in this chart. It's fun for me. <laughs> I love it. And I just care. I want people to be happy. I hear you. We're here to find our joy, you know, and also. Again, if you can
1: take it, grab it. It's like if anything, if this is showing us anything, it's how precious life is and how quickly it goes, you know? And so embracing it fully, it's like all in, be all in. All in everywhere.
0: I love it. And obviously you guys know how to follow us, Mm -hmm. DM, if you have any questions and I love you all so much. And I will talk to you soon, Danny. Bye. Bye. Hi queen, yummy, yummy, yum, yum. Wasn't that so good? Oh my gosh, the world is such a crazy place right now, but also there's just so much magic available inside of this. And like, you will just do yourself such a deep favor to take everything that you heard today and actually go put it into practice inside your real life. Like uh, so much of how we quantum leap is like working with the present energies that are on the planet. So please do reach out to me. Or go to my website, jocelynkellerid.com, to apply to join the cohort if you're looking to build your business to sustainable five-figure months. You can sign up for Money Queen, the self-led abundance course. You can pop in early for Feminine Magic Money, the mastermind. We're going to be getting started this next round in the fall. I also want to remind you, in case you're new to the show, that you are able to rate and review my podcast, DM your screenshot to me, or email it to me and you will receive $200 off any program of your choice. So that is a great option that you absolutely have available to you. And please do share this episode with anyone you think it would be a vibe for, tag myself and Danny when you listen to it cuz I know how potent it is. And I will be back with another episode soon. Ooh. And if you're a businesswoman who's already maintaining those consistent five-figure months and you are looking to step into that really like the 30k to 100k month range, I have got something soon coming for you. It may be out by the time you hear this episode, but definitely check in on my Instagram stories, pop into my email list um, because I have something exciting and new coming and you're going to fucking love it. I can't wait. (laughs) Okay. Enjoy the rest of your day or evening, wherever you are. And I will be back soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you and let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.